This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Newegg. Whether you're building a new PC or upgrading an existing one, Newegg has all the parts and pieces you need to complete your task. Whether you're looking for a new SSD, you're looking for RAM or a motherboard, processor, video card, or maybe you're just looking for a new system, like a, an HP laptop for 130 ish dollars off right now um wow um a surface pro looks like a fifth gen surface pro for a uh, 550 bucks off like they've got a little bit of everything uh so and then they've got their daily deals uh which is where that surface is right now uh the daily deals obviously change every day and you never quite know what they're going to be whether it be a video card or a portable USB hard drive, a monitor, that Surface. Uh, you can find all of that by going to pilchpoint.live slash newegg. So we talked earlier a little bit about, about CES, Avram, but one of the things that I think both of us like about CES is that we get an idea of where the technology industry is headed over the next year or so, right? Yep. Yes, we did. So, uh, so there are a lot of things that we, you know, um, I made some predictions about at the end of December about what was coming for 2019. And, uh, you know, some of them were validated by what I saw at CES and some of them not. So, uh, and so, uh, it's just interesting to, you know, we haven't, uh, talked online about the, some of the cooler things that we saw there, and that that's all really forward-looking that tells you about you know trends. So the most uh, the real winner of CES and potentially a real winner in 2019 is AMD. AMD killed it with their announcements at the show, and if they deliver on those announcements, they're going to have a killer 2019 like they had 2018 as well. So uh, they announced and rolled out the uh, first 7 nanometer consumer GPU, the Ryzen 7. Uh, they announced, uh, you know, that's, that's coming in a few weeks, I think. They announced uh, the third generation Ryzen uh, processors to be coming later, later this year. Those are going to be set those are going to be seven nanometers at a time when intel is still still going to be on 14 nanometers meaning that they're going to use less power to give you the same performance uh and you know they all they also talked to, and they also announced their new uh their new set of mobile uh of mobile chips for for laptops where they're actually going to have chips that are powerful enough to go into gaming laptops now. So, uh, or at least uh, that's what it that's what it looks like. So we, you know, we I think I think given the struggles that Intel is having, and that's the flip side of this coin, Intel will continue to struggle with two things this year. It'll make progress, but it'll struggle. It'll continue to struggle with meeting demand for its CPUs. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this much on the show before, but uh, folks may know that Intel had a really rough second half of 2018, not able to produce enough enough CPUs uh, to meet demand, and this really hurt 
a lot of segments in the industry. Yeah. Uh, I, I recently put up a couple days ago um, interview with M- new MSI CEO Charles Chang, and he was very. We asked him about the shortages, and he was very honest with us. He said, you know, he was able to get enough Intel CPUs for his desktops and laptops, but the lack of CPUs. Uh, of CPU production really hurt motherboard sales mm. because people aren't going to buy an Intel Intel a motherboard with an Intel chipset if they're not buying and you know most of the time you buy a motherboard when you're buying a CPU yeah so so that's you know so that that really hurt them and his impression from what he's heard is the worst of the shortages behind us but we're not going to see but it's we're still going to see issues with shortages in the first half of the year getting getting better in Q3 and probably and he estimates all all better by Q4 but that's still a lot of time yeah. with with shortages um and um one thing that he he uh told us that we hadn't really heard anywhere else on the record is that Intel's priority in filling its orders is to put uh, data center data center chips first, mobile chips for laptops second, and desktop chips in last place. Oh. So uh, it's very interesting because it was the first time we heard that hey they don't they don't really now Intel will not confirm or deny this of course uh, with us, but uh, you know only to say that they they put a priority on more. On high performance chips over budget chips, and that was something they said before. But you know, it so while Intel is struggling to meet those demands, AMD, it, you know, with its Ryzen chips and now going to be on third gen Ryzen soon, uh, is really gonna has a great opportunity to grow even more. Uh, and in the desktop space, people are much more willing to uh, embrace AMD than in the laptop space, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but this year, I think we'll see more design wins for AMD also. So I think it's going to be a big year for AMD. Uh, I th- other other trends that we other trends that we saw it, uh, we saw this year are everybody wants to come out with monitors. There's a lot of advancement going on, and there's a lot of advancement going on in monitors. Uh, I guess people have realized that like that's the thing that everybody who doesn't want a better monitor, right? You know, like. I, I sorry to say it, but I know a lot of people who have computers that are a couple of years old and like, eh, I don't know if I can see why I need a new computer. But you go and you look at a really nice monitor and you're like, oh, I any anyone could tell could tell the difference when you have between a good monitor a good monitor and a great one. Yeah. So so you know, doing things like there's gonna be a couple of OLEDs coming out, uh that, that we've seen to more 4k the monitors that are 5k to also um, also seeing companies that hadn't even been in the space before like uh, gigabyte Oris coming out with their gaming monitor uh, I mean another trend is that g-sync is uh, g-sync is pretty much dead uh, Nvidia announced that they're gonna offer support for AMD's FreeSync. Uh, synchronization, although they're going to call it something else. <laughs> of course, they but are. they're going to offer. 
they're going to offer support for the for the open standard, right? And so, um, and what we've seen is very few monitors have G Sync, and almost every monitor has FreeSync because it's it doesn't cost anything to implement. Mm-hmm. So, so I think uh, I think G Sync is dead. Uh, they won't offic- officially say that, but I think I think G Sync is dead. Uh, about as dead as Cortana, uh, which we found out this week uh, is in really is in really sorry shape. Uh, being even, I think uh, Satya Nadella, CEO of Microsoft, said that it you know he doesn't see much of a future for it. And uh, you saw how in the next build of Windows, Microsoft is separating the search box from Cortana, which yeah. means the thing that like the one area where you had to have Cortana to really get all the features. Uh, you don't. So, um, I think, you know, I think the good news is open things that are sort of more popular open platforms like FreeSync. Uh, and I don't know if I would call Alexa, Alexa an open platform, but it's a platform anybody can implement, um, are, are going like we saw an Alexa toilet at, uh-huh. uh, at CES are going to, to be more popular this year. Uh, and you know we're just going to continue to see um, the rise of ga- of cool gaming stuff, cool gaming laptop, cool gaming laptops, cool gaming monitors, uh, vi- you know, video cards that make it easier to 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 do high performance 4K gaming, and uh, lots of RGB, <laughs> lots of RGB. Yeah, that's for I sure. Wanna, which I want to put in a, a quick pitch for our for our RGBeast article. So tomorrow, uh, our RGBeast article will be going live. Finally, you will be able to on Tom'sHardware.com read about what I consider the ultimate uh, ultimate RGB build so far. We've had where we had uh, about twenty seven different RGB uh, pieces elements in our build. From uh, an RG from RGB power cables to RGB uh, CPU cooler to RGB RGB chair RGB monitor RGB speakers uh, you name it we we RGB'd it uh, so check it out. I uh, I I recently RGB'd the uh, hallway uh, here right outside the studio. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's that's the missing element is to RGB, RGB walls and fur- and more furniture. How did what did you use to do it? So uh, at CES, Monster uh, announced a product line called Illuminescence, and in it is um, a consumer and budget friendly um, uh, RGB LED tape. So. Yeah. <laughs> so so wait, so light strips you stick on the wall? Uh-huh. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a couple of the boxes right now. Uh they have Oh, I thought maybe I'd have one of the remotes near me. I don't. Um I just did the unboxing videos before we left for Vegas. Um anyway, um yeah, they've got uh like one of the one of the packs is just a really long RGB tape and then yeah. One is a couple of LED RGB light bulbs, and then there are packs with a little bit of this, you know, a, 
one short tape and one bulb, two short tapes and two bulbs. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So I, I can, I can set the hallway between the, the studio and the office to any color I want, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, well, that, that's great. That's great. Uh, I don't know if my wife would allow me to do that to our house, <laughs> but, uh, but I certainly would try and then maybe, you know, and then maybe some nano leaves, uh, oh, on the walls. I want so, those so bad. Apparently one of the other things is that the nano leaf will now synchronize with some of your, uh, can now be made to synchronize with some games. Uh huh. Or at least I was hearing that from MSI. So, I heard I think, something uh, about that too. So yeah, you'll you know soon you'll be playing a game and like you'll just get shot and your whole wall will turn red like it was bleeding. Um, I'm I'm good with that. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Listen, you know that's cool. That's you know that's what we were hoping for for the future was little LED lights everywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we can't get flying cars, at least we can fake it by having LED <laughs> lights in the wall. Uh, especially uh, especially that that specific shade of blue. That, that we all associate with technology. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be <laughs> awesome. I guess my one question about all of these though is that like if you leave them on all the time, how much extra are you paying in electricity for it? Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not a lot. But, uh, yeah. Maybe sure. not. It would it would all depend on what the uh, the power supply requires, right? Yeah. Uh, I I would like to point out that um, one of the things that was interesting that. I thought was interesting is I saw a lot of coverage on uh, computers at CES this year uh, for the first time in a while. And I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that uh, Windows 7 is coming to the end of its life in the next 12 months and PC manufacturers, specifically laptop manufacturers, are, are looking to, uh, to hit up those Windows 7 holdouts. Mm, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I think they're always looking. To, to yeah, yeah. they're always they're always looking to to make a splash there and certainly certainly they're you know people are moved thinner lighter but uh, honestly everybody's waiting for in for 10 nano, for 10 nanometer or maybe amd 7 nanometer for for laptops because they need if they want to make it cooler if they if they want to keep the temperature low and the heat the heat uh you know the heat low. They need something with a with a with a smaller you know smaller process node. So it's either got to be a ten or a seven uh, in order for them to really advance and make and make things even thinner, even lighter, or you know better fanless designs. So until we see that, um, you know, I don't know how much more you know thinner and lighter things are going to get. I don't know if they need to get thinner and lighter. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they can't get too much thinner than than a USB C port. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's that and plus, you know, you still unless you're unless you're using Apple, uh, using MacBook, you still want to type. So <laughs> fair fair enough. And uh yeah. I think we've learned that the uh the all touchscreen uh laptop keyboard thing isn't ideal i'm sure i'm sure more people will try it again but it's still you you still can't beat the real real keyboard so um yeah you know uh i think obviously there's a lot of you know 
every every year they're trying to push people to upgrade. Um, I mean, this will push some businesses over the line for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I don't think consumers who ever went to seven laptop from five years ago are are worried about the end of support. You know, maybe they should be. Yeah, but I don't think they are. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, be, before we uh, before we move on, uh, where you said uh, you published that interview yesterday, where can we find it? Yes. So if you go to tomshardware.com to our homepage, you will find our interview with MSI CEO Charles Chang, and then you will also find in a few hours after the show airs live our RGBeast article about and video about how we built and all the parts we used to build the ultimate RGB battle station. So check those out on tomshardware.com. I definitely will. I cannot wait to see the, the RGB one because we've been talking about it for a while and I cannot wait to see how it came out. And yeah. <laughs> the only problem is at CES, I saw a whole bunch of things that I was like, oh man, this is coming out in a few months and it would make our thing even more RGB than it is now. So just remember, it's a snapshot in time. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. As these things always are. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, definitely, definitely appreciate the, uh, the, the look into the future, both from the perspective of uh, MSI and uh, CES. 